Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for June 7th, 2022. My name is Herbie, hence the name Herbie's Cooking Corner, but uh, I am here and I am also joined by my uh, wonderful co-facilitator, Twinkling Tori. Hello, Tori. Hello, Herbie. Hello, people. Hello. And um, folks, I just got to apologize in advance. We had a very interesting start, so I'm having to uh, prep things as I go along here, and um, we're just going to make the most of it. But uh, that's how these things go. You know, guys, um, you're not always going to have cooking, perfect cooking experiences anyway. Okay. And I also want to, of course, thank uh, ACB Media and Deb for uh, streaming this call. And our wonderful host, Sandra, is now going to uh, remind us how we can actually participate in the call. And... One quite if you are cooking along with me, if you would like to raise your hand, that would definitely be a good thing. But uh, in case you don't know how to raise your hand, Sandra is going to remind us. Sandra? Okay, thanks, Herbie. So this is a webinar and it's being recorded for security purposes as well. Um, so you may have had to hit the gossip button when you came in. Um, to raise your hand, on a PC, it's Alt-Y and Alt-A to mute or unmute yourself. On a Mac, it's Option-Y to raise your hand, Command-Shift-A to mute or unmute yourself. On a smart device, it's the bottom right-hand corner under More to raise hand, so swipe right to raise hand. If you hear clapping hands, then you've gone too far and you swipe left again, but you'll get raised hand eventually and it will take you back out of that More section into the main screen. To mute or unmute yourself on a smart device, it's the bottom left-hand corner. On a landline or push-button phone, it's star nine to raise your hand and star six to mute or unmute yourself. Because it's a webinar, when you raise your hand, you need to wait for me to give you permission to speak before you mute or unmute yourself. That's it. A couple of things. Um, there is no got it button on a webinar and on the smart device, the raise hand option is just right there on your screen for a webinar. Right. Thanks for the update. No problem. That's okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just said no problem. You carry on. We're fine. No, we're, we're just getting used to this. We're all new at this, guys, you know. Um, and then one last thing I will mention is if you're on the Mac, you don't do Command-Shift-A, but that mute button is the default button, so you just hit enter when it pops up, or you via right to it if you want to do it the long way around. But... Uh, all right. Well, today we are going to make... Today, we are going to make easy garlic chicken and mac and cheese and green beans. And this is really going to be interesting because for the first time, there's actually something I'll be cooking that I am actually not a fan of. And that is the mac and cheese. But it is easy enough to make. And Chanel loves it. And so as a result, we will be doing the craft version of this famous dish. And I'll talk more about the mac and cheese in a little bit. 
But um, we're going to uh, make easy garlic uh, chicken, and we're going to do that first. And uh, Tori, I'm assuming you have an alternative uh, for... Uh, yes, I one? am making garlic tofu. I am also making my mac and cheese homemade with vegan cheese. Well, vegan All cheese right. sauce that I will be making myself. Very good. And I'm surprised Tori hasn't come to me and said, you know, Herb, I think I want to do this show entirely by myself. Uh, you can just sit back and relax. Well, actually, it's not quite that simple because I still have to cook, but... Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's fine, Herbie. You, you, you're good. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. I see. Yeah. Um, well, very good. Yeah, I, so I'm going to suggest that for next week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well it is your recipe after all and uh it'll be good practice for you to have to translate into american no less but uh um oh boy no i'm not gonna do that but uh, what we are gonna do is start by getting our stuff ready so like i said i'm kind of having to do things in an interesting manner thankfully this is an easy recipe so but I'm going to do some things that the recipe does not actually tell us to do. For instance, all it tells us about the chicken is to dip the chicken into the mixture. But I'm actually going to slice the chicken so that way it's thinner. And then we're going to dip it into the mixture. So let's start by getting a stick of butter. Yeah, you know what? I don't know if you can have too much butter, too much garlic. And... We're going to put it in our pan. And um, so the first thing we have to do is, and I've already gotten out the pan, so we're going to melt the butter and the garlic in a saucepan. And that is going to be our liquid base for dipping in the chicken. And now let's talk about garlic. You know, one of my favorite things from Amazon Fresh is... And I'm assuming they have this in other places. I just not looked because I didn't even think about this until I saw it on Amazon Fresh is already peeled garlic cloves. So you can, of course, buy the regular garlic already uh, with the um, peelings and stuff that you have to unwrap. There is also the already minced garlic where you do have to contend with the extra water that gives. And it, it, it is real garlic, but it does taste. A little different and so I'm not a big fan of it myself and so I kind of went back to the regular garlic and then I saw the peeled garlic and this is wonderful because it's the actual garlic cloves and all I have to do is put it in the mincer and put the mincer over the pan and let it do it let it do its thing and I don't have to worry about extra peelings or anything like that the end result is I definitely been using a lot of garlic more so than I normally would perhaps because I've been using it in stir fries, the buffalo wing recipes, and uh, the stroganoff, which by the way, I will talk about um, stroganoff in a little bit, but I actually did do a Courtney's um, recipe on Sunday for the beef stroganoff and that turned out good. And these things are sometimes small enough that you can put a ton in the mincer and it will mince it all at once. And so it really is a time saver. And if you like garlic, then try to find already peeled garlic and 
believe me, it'll um, really make life easy. Otherwise, you can, of course, mince regular garlic. Like I said, you can just take the peels off. That's how I used to do it. And there's plenty of cooking calls when I did have to do it that way. So um, how primitive. But, uh, you know... It, it is what it is and the thing with that though is you have to like separate the garlic you do have to those paper things can be fun and they can get under your nails too if you're not careful what i do is i do rinse that garlic just to kind of make the paper a little bit more moist and that way it will make it easier to get the paper off so if you are doing regular garlic and then finally there is the minced garlic in the jars you can get um i don't know if there's anything inherently bad about them per se somebody will definitely correct me if i'm wrong but you do have to deal with the added water and so i would always try to run that garlic through my fingers to drain out the excess water so that way just be putting garlic into the pan or pot or whatever and if you really because, don't want to deal all, with all of that you can always get just dried ground garlic yep you can get dried ground garlic and uh, i've never actually tried that i've done of course like uh, garlic powder that's basically what i'm talking about okay I call that garlic powder. I, you know, the thing with garlic powder for me, at least, is, you know, it's more of a concentrated taste. Um, yeah, it must be an option for people who really it, don't want to yes. do it. Oh, yeah. No, no, it definitely is an option. I do use it a lot more as a seasoning or whatever, but you can definitely do that as well if you prefer. All right. So... There is um, one thing of garlic in the thing. You know what? I got another bag here, and it calls for six cloves, so it is intended to be garlicky. This is a great opportunity. Do we have any questions? Comments? Certainly no. All right. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to finish mincing the garlic. And we're going to get the pan boiling. And like I've said in previous calls, the nice thing about when you're needing to just melt butter is uh, it doesn't matter that it just came out of the fridge. It will melt just fine. It's only for baking that we need to worry about pre-softening it and all that. And okay, got a lot of little garlic pieces that are trying to run around here. So, and then what I'm going to do is that I got the, I got chicken breast for this. So it calls for a pound and a half of chicken breast and then two cups of seasoned breadcrumbs. Actually, I just got the regular breadcrumbs, but that's fine. And what we're going to do is I'm going to let this melt on a medium heat because we don't want to burn the butter or the garlic. And then... After that, I'm going to, well, while that's happening, I'm going to start slicing the chicken into thinner pieces. I might just do like strips or something like that. We'll see. And then we're going to put in our 
breadcrumbs into a separate bowl and let the mixture just kind of cool off so I can start dipping the chicken in it and putting in the breadcrumbs. I'm rolling it in the breadcrumbs, I'm sorry. This is a warm cup of coffee call, by the way, folks. I've only had my one cup of coffee, so. Um, that's how these things go. Okay, that'll do it for you. And then with the garlic, you know, when you're using the mixer, I don't know if I really described the mincer for any new people on here, but it's basically, there's a lot of different types. And mine is just a standard um, two-handled affair. So you've got the little colander thing that you put the garlic in, and then the other side, you push down and it minces the garlic and pushes it through the little holes. So then you just have your garlic wherever. And like I said, you want to do this over the pan directly. Especially now, if you're using like the peeled garlic, you may want to use a separate bowl just to get any extra peelings out. But uh, since I have the minced stuff, I'm using the pan. And by the way, the other thing with the minced powdered garlic is, um, and there's also garlic salt too, by the way, but you wouldn't want to use that as a garlic substitute. You want to use it as salt. But um, garlic powder and butter is a standard uh, garlic sauce, by the way. So if you're just wanting to make a garlic-based sauce, that is another scrumptious way of Or you can make that. that garlic butter and put it on some bread and stick it in the oven and make homemade garlic bread. Exactly. So... Um, Kind of always just put the butter and the garlic on and let it all melt together. But you know, I should see if I like uh, your way. Uh, and, you know, making the garlic butter first and then putting it on the bread. Uh, we'll have to try that. Okay, so we've got whoa, a ton of chicken breast here. Probably more than I'm going to make use of, but we'll have extra on hand if I need it. And the rest, what I don't use, I will put up and use for something else. I've got the stove on medium heat now, and we're going to get us a sharp knife. And um, I know where I keep my knives and kind of like what blade I'm looking for. This time I want a serrated edge because it's going to slice through the uh, chicken a lot better. And now I've got the pack of chicken on the cutting board. I'm going to use my knife just to pierce the plastic paper. And we're going to tear it out. And then we're going to place chicken breast number one on the cutting board. So since I'm making into strips, uh, Courtney talked about how she cut her round steak with having it as the 12 o'clock and the 6 o'clock with it being long ways. I'm going to cut in a similar fashion, but I'm just going to have it short ways. So the chicken breast is like an oblong, rectangular, ovalish shape. And so I have the ends parallel to me. So that way um, it's kind of like I said, the short ways up and down. And then we're just going to cut. And you can do this however you want, of course. it's um, There's no particular... Thing you have to do. Thinning chicken breasts can be interesting, but if you lay it on its 
side, even though it's the rounded end and kind of cut lengthways, you can do it. And um, sometimes you'll find the chicken breast, one side is thicker than the other. And while I'm doing that, are there any questions? Not at the moment. All right. So again, you know, I have my fingers well apart, so there's no danger of me cutting myself with a knife. And so we're going to make these into nice little um, smaller, thinner squares and just kind of flatten it out. And this will make them a little bit easier to eat, I find, rather than like the uh, thicker uh, chicken breasts. It also okay. makes them cook a bit quicker. Yeah, and definitely makes them cook a lot a bit quicker. And that, so that's one thing that always to consider like when you're cooking meat is the thickness because that is going to affect temperature you're always going to want to cook more for meat that is bone in as opposed to boneless of course and i think i mentioned this is boneless chicken breast but if i did not mention that then um now you know you did know i did know so that will like i said make that cook a little bit uh, easier and also i find that chicken breasts do cook quicker than thighs and you know i think it's just because of the type of meat that it is but um they do tend to cook a little bit better and it'll be really interesting because um courtney and carrie talked about well carrie talked about making kebabs and she'll either do chicken or steak so um if uh, she does, we'll get some more meat cutting techniques from her. Okay, I'm going to go wash my hands. And we're going to now use a spoon to check on the status of our garlic sauce. I cut three chicken breasts. I've got a couple more sitting in the pack. If I decide that I have enough mixture left, I will cut them. And if not... Um, I will put them in a Ziploc bag and use them for something else. Okay, I've not tried chicken breast in the stir fry yet. Okay, so I'm just using the mixture to, the, I'm sorry, using the spoon to feel the mixture around. Okay, so I can definitely tell that the butter has melted. I was using the stick butter, so that makes it really easy to tell because obviously with a spoon, it's no longer a stick. So now I'm just kind of like stirring in the garlic because it was kind of sitting on top. So we're going to make it a beautiful looking little mixture. And I'm just kind of using the spoon to feel around the edge of the pan to bring the mixture in. And again, it's on a medium heat. So I can tell it's uh, feeling smooth. Okay, I'm just kind of using that spoon to break things up a little bit more. And very good. And you can maybe hear it sizzling. And I'm going to now turn this off. 
and I don't see that spoon anymore. And so we're gonna put it in the sink. Next, I need the breadcrumbs now that I've gotten the chicken sliced. And by the way, I forgot to mention this also. For the chicken, it calls for the oven to be preheated to 375. And okay, so you can hear rattling, this rattling. That is the mac and cheese. We're gonna come back to that in a minute. This rattling is the breadcrumbs. And um, you know, it's really interesting because most of the time I find, okay, I do actually have an extra jar of breadcrumbs here, but um, I use them a lot. So I, I really find that um, I don't, most of the time, I do not need any kind of barcode scanner in the kitchen. Well, okay, I do need one, but not for everything. Because um, most, 99% of the things I can tell by feel just what they are. Some exceptions, of course, are like various cans. A lot of them are always going to feel alike, though I can tell green beans from like, say, cream of mushroom soup or whatever. That's easy enough. So, and uh, most packages, I can usually tell just by feeling through the package or the type of box already what it is. So just a great uh, kitchen technique to help you out there that a lot of times if you're really good... I don't think it's even the skill level. I think you can just tell a lot of things by feel. So this calls for two cup breadcrumbs. So I have a bowl here that I'm pouring the breadcrumbs over. And I'm using a two cup measuring cup. And this current jar that I had had a little bit less than two cups. So we're going to throw this in the sink. So what do breadcrumbs look like? And for anybody that has, was not on calls where I talked about them, so they come in a really round cylindrical jar with a plastic lid. You can tell just by the rattle that uh, it's uh, breadcrumbs inside. And I'm going to lift off the lid. <clears throat> and the first thing you have to deal with with breadcrumbs is there's this paper thing or... It's not paper, it's more like a plastic thing on the top that keeps them sealed for freshness. And we have to find the tab to lift up. There we go. It's kind of buried, so you just have to pull it back and then we lift away. Ooh, that's a little sharp. Thanks. Okay. No injuries, but... Uh, there we go. Okay, now that paper is peeled off. I put that in the garbage can. I don't quite need a lot of breadcrumbs, but we're just going to pour some extra from the jar into the bowl and just use my fingers to guesstimate. Now I can't find my lid. All right. Oh, wait, thank you. Well, you're wrong. It's actually to my right. It had gotten well, it's under. because of the way I'm looking. It looked like my left. So, yeah. Oh, that explains <laughs> it. I'm getting directions from across the pond, guys. What can I say? No, the lid had actually gone under my air fryer grill oven, so that's why I couldn't find it. So you just have to be careful sometimes where you take these lids off. Okay, do we have any questions before I get to the next part? The moment you do not have any raised hands. All right. 
So next we are going to uh, put these in a pan. And very good. Okay, thank you, phone. I'm just checking something with the recipe here, but um, okay. So it tells us to put this in a greased pan. And oh wow, okay, I didn't realize this. This will take 45 minutes to an hour to bake, but that'll give us time to get the rest of the dinner ready. So what we're gonna do, and it's a good thing I use the extra butter, is that we're going to make the, uh, we're gonna dip the chicken into the mixture. We're going to then spoon the remaining mixture on top of the chicken. So I'm going to get out my 13 by nine or nine by 13, whatever it is, it's the same thing. It just depends which way you're looking at it. Exactly. Now, where am I gonna put the thing? Okay, I've got a bit of a mess over here, but um, okay. So I've kind of got um, everything all clumped together here on the counter. But uh, that'll be fine. I'm going to rearrange. No, I think I like the breadcrumb bowl to the left of the pan because that way I can move it and not have too much uh, mixture. So we're going to take a chicken breast, and I need to remember to close the cupboard. Or chicken breast, breast slice, I should say. We're going to roll it in the mixture. And. Uh, no, I'm because you've pan. cut it into slices, it probably won't take that long to cook. Probably not. So I'm going to now roll it in the breadcrumbs. And it uh, sticks nicely. Another thing I forgot to do, which I just did. Well, actually, I forgot to grease the pan. Oh, dear. But another thing I forgot to do is move the pan away from the burner. So that way the mixture will cool a little bit quicker. And uh, so I moved it to just a different burner on the stove that's not being used for anything. So I'm just using some Pam cooking spray. It comes in a metal round container that has the plastic lid and the little spray thing underneath. And very easy, again, to identify. So now that we've done that, I'm just going to take this chicken breast and put you in the pan. And let's go to the next one. And uh, yes, do I talk to the chicken? Sometimes I do. I don't know why, because it's uh, not in a position to appreciate. I, you, only want, you, want, you only want to worry if it starts talking back. Yeah. Because it's, it's not exactly in a position to appreciate anything I have to offer it. Um, that's for sure. So... Okay, so just uh, and I'm just keeping the original sauce in the pan and just kind of like rolling it around in the mixture. Then we come over here to the breadcrumbs, and this is probably the most mm, interesting part of the thing. Depending on the cut, of course, how you have your chicken breast sliced will depend on how long this will take you. 
So, do we have any questions, comments, that type of thing from anybody? Now is an excellent time if you do. At the moment, nothing. All right. <clears throat> I'm impressed with how Which well hopefully it. means that you're just doing a very good job of explaining. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, very good. Um, so it means, uh, you know, I was just going to compliment everybody and being so well behaved, but uh, very good. So what are we going to be doing? Well, next week we are going to make donuts. And uh, this is a recipe that uh, Tori had uh, given me. So th that's why I was trying to volunteer her to uh, do the uh, leading out. But um, she, as you heard, graciously uh, declined the uh, offer. It is Herbie's cooking corner. After all, I'm just your co-facilitator. Uh, well, what if I change the name to Herbie and Tori's cooking corner? Yeah, but then I might have a few less arguments to use. <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, definitely uh, would. Um, so Anyway, continue with what you were saying. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, we'll call this Herbie and Tori's cook No, we won't. But, uh, <laughs> and then I thought something else to keep in line with the sweet tooth to make the following week. French toast. So <clears throat> there you go. We got donuts and French toast. I think we'll have time for one more call before convention. And if uh, we do, I have not worked out what we will make yet, but uh, that's two weeks down the road. But uh, we'll make some, since we're doing two sweet things this month, that'll be something along the uh, dinner lines. Savory. Savory, exactly. So, um, unless, of course, you think dessert is part of dinner, then, well, that's a whole other thing. But, that's why I specified savory, because, you know, what you have for dinner is up to you, right? Exactly. So, that is what we've got on tap. Okay, so I think that we're going to, we're going to use all the chicken breasts that I have here. And um, I'm not going to need, I'm not even going to have room to make any more, but that's fine. So it would help if I actually dipped it in the uh, mixture. Actually, I think this thing is a bit too generous with two crumbs of seasoned breadcrumbs, but uh, there we go. And... So let's see, we have one chicken breast slice left. I think we just have enough room for you in the pan, my friend. And then we're going to get on with the next part in just a little bit. So Tori, do you have anything you want to mention at this point? Um, well, at this point, the main difference between what I've been doing and what you've been doing is I'm obviously using chunks of tofu rather than chicken breast slices. And my butter is a, the a dairy-free vegan butter that I usually use. Um, but other than that, I've essentially been doing the same kind of thing. Although, as those who are regulars on the call will know, I always make my own breadcrumbs rather than actually buying them. 
Yep. <laughs> and um, some point, I think we are going to have to do the gourmet cooking show where uh, Tor Tori will take us through the steps of making no pressure or anything like that. No. Um, I can tell you in like two seconds how to make them. Make some uh, toast, crumble it up. There you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. So we're going to put this in the oven next. And I will check on it in half an hour since we do have the chicken breasts very firmly sliced. We don't want it like super dry or anything like that, but we of course want it fully cooked. Set the timer for 30 minutes. How long? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, counting down. <clears throat> I had to remember that this is a show where we have to keep it safe, respectful, and welcoming because I don't use the language against people, but when it comes to Siri, well, let's just say some of my conversations would violate the ACB community guidelines, let me assure you. But um, <clears throat> as you just heard, you know, I gave her a specific instruction and she had the nerve to still ask how long. So there you she go. She just wanted to clarify. I thought you were talking to me then. I was like... <laughs> Uh, unless your name is Siri, then no, you're you, you're fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought your name was Sandra, but if it's Siri, then we're we're, we're going to have to have a little talk. Um, <clears throat> and uh, but we you know we'll stay in the yes category for just a minute. Sandra, do we have any raised hands? And we don't have any raised hands. But I was going to say, if you need a time check, I. Um, yes, just just as good as the the human time check. If you, if you need one, yes, I do need a time check. Yes, um, so it's thirty four past the hour at the moment. Perfect. Okay, so now we're going to talk about mac and cheese, and there are a number of ways you can make this stuff. We are going to do the box kind, like I said, <clears throat> but there are TV. Well, you are. There. I am. Yes. <clears throat> Um, Chanel. Wow. Tori does things a little differently, obviously. And I know other people that do as well. And like I said, I'm not a fan of the stuff myself, so I really don't have a preference as to what way it's done. But, uh, you know, macaroni is good and like, say, macaroni salads, stuff like that. But, you know, the actual mac and cheese just you know, I've never really liked that stuff. Um, but I'm going to make it for my wifey because, well. Because you're a good you're, husband. Exactly. <clears throat> I try anyway. So <clears throat> we're going to use uh, six cups of water for the macaroni. And so I am using my two-cup measuring cup. We're going to... Just uh, pour the water in here to this cup, and then we're going to take it to a different pot that I have on the stove. It says to use a saucepan. I'm going to just use a pot because that's easiest. I could drag out find my other saucepan if I wanted to, but uh, I don't really think it matters in the end. So let's see, cup or 
cups number two and three and four, I should say. And I'm also using filtered water because we have a water filter and that really works well for, you know, it does affect how things taste. And um, though of course the water will get boiled. So either way, bad stuff will get, um, the stuff they put in our water supply. Yikes, I'm spilling water here. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll try to make up for a little bit of the water that I spilled. But uh, the filtered water, of course, you know, it'll still have less stuff to boil out with the chemicals and stuff because the water filter took care of a lot of it. Okay. Now I'm going to move the cup out of my way and very carefully navigate to the uh, dining room part of the thing where we got, you guessed it, the macaroni and cheese box. So this is just the standard craft macaroni and cheese. Very easy to Google the instructions if you do not know how to cook it. The tricky thing with this, where I have sometimes had to use a barcode scanner, is it does look very similar to the hamburger helper box. But it is a little differently shaped, a little bit thicker, actually. And I am now going to peel one side off the box. And the first thing that we have to do, and this is extremely important, we can't just pour the macaroni in. We've got to take out the cheese sauce package. And so it comes in this uh, sachet thing. You can hear it. It's a uh, powder right now. And now we can take our box over to the... pot and just pour it in like that and then we simply put the box in the garbage and we are going to turn on our burner and turn on the kitchen fan too because sometimes the smoke alarm does throw fit even though it's just boiling water and let it boil for about seven to eight minutes and then we're going to do the rest of the stuff that it the timer set for eight minutes or are you doing that yourself um i am monitoring it myself but uh, thank you okay so. all right it is um we're doing yep i actually can uh, sit here and actually look at the phone for a little bit what an amazing uh Thing. So what we're going to do after this is done is we're going to, what we're going to do is simply, uh, uh, it calls for milk and butter along to be mixed in with the cheese packet. So after the macaroni is done, we're going to drain it with a uh, colander strainer thingy. And then we're going to return it back to the pot. And then we're going to add in the milk the cheese sauce and the butter and uh, let it cook. And uh, so pretty, uh, uh, very simple actually. So uh, with that, now is a great opportunity if you have any questions.
I was just pausing to give people time to raise their hands, but uh, at the moment you don't have any. All right. Oh, all right. Excellent. Actually, um, Monique's just raised her hand now that I've said that. All right. Um, so, Monique, you should have permission to talk now. Hello. 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 I, I have eaten macaroni and cheese that way, and I love it. However, do they, have they started putting real cheese in it? Because I noticed now I cannot eat it. Well, I, you'd have to really look at the ingredients list, but remember there are a lot of varieties of macaroni and cheese too. Um, oh, wow. Oh yeah, there's the package kind like I've been doing. Tori's yeah, gonna talk about it. Get. <laughs> yep. Um I mean it already it already has had a dairy. I mean, I would imagine it has real cheese in it along with other chemicals and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. It, there's definitely um as a general rule, there is definitely dairy involved in the cheese sauce that comes with the macaroni cheese. Yeah. Yeah, not to mention I didn't the added milk. problem with it though. Now I do. So I'm like, it could. Well, there's two possibilities. One is that um, it wasn't enough to cause a problem for you before, and the other is that the problem is actually with one of the chemicals they put in to make it be able to stay on the shelf for longer. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. So one thing you could try to look into is uh, maybe look into some like they do have like frozen macaroni and cheese dinners. So you could try something like that and see if that's easier for you to uh, eat. Or uh, Tori's going to tell us how she does her homemade mac and cheese. Oh. <laughs> All um, right. Well, so th thank you, Monique. And uh, go ahead and take it away, Tori, as it's coming up time for Tori's tips anyway. Well, so I would boil pasta like you usually do if you're making a macaroni salad, etc. And then in a separate pot, I make a cheese sauce, which involves milk and butter and grated cheese and a little bit of flour, um, which obviously, if like me, you can't have the dairy, you would use your preferred dairy alternatives for those. And you just cook them up in a similar sort of way to how you just did the garlic sauce just until everything melts together, stirring it regularly. And then when it's done and your um, pasta slash macaroni, whatever you want to call it, is almost cooked, then you just combine the two and finish it off together so that it kind of blends properly and has that nice creamy cheesiness that is the reason that most people like mac and cheese. Very good. Very good. And All I can right. share my actual recipe with you if you want, Herbie, for Chanel's use. Sounds good. So that would definitely be a good idea. All right. Do we have any other raised hands? And not at the moment, no. Very good. Okay, so... The uh, water is, I don't know if you can hear it hissing or not, but it's finally decided to start uh, boiling. So we're going to let it sit for a few minutes and boil. 
And I will use a spoon to check the texture of the macaroni and make sure that it is indeed boiled before we remove it from the pot. And so that is that. Hey, by the way, folks, be sure to check out some of the other calls we have going on today. For instance, we have the Coffee Clutch next hour. So uh, I'll definitely be on there, and I hope he will as well. Where we'll go into uh, breakout rooms and socialize with people and that kind of thing. It's a great way to get to know your fellow ACB communityers or ACBers or whatever we are. And, Later uh, this evening, we have a nice birthday bash going on because it's the second birthday of the ACB crafters. So at 6 p.m. Eastern, we're having a birthday celebration with games and prizes. All right. Uh, that sounds pretty crafty. and uh, It's going to be fun. It is. That definitely sounds like it. Also, Unmute with Marty, Mac, and myself is happening today, where we are going to talk all about the latest WWDC happenings, what to expect with iOS 16. You're going to learn about things like unsending messages and handoff and uh, new lock screen widgets and uh, all sorts of interesting things just to uh, maybe hopefully pique your curiosity. That's going to be at 12, and uh, we do ask that you stay muted. You know it's on mute. <laughs> no. um, but <laughs> I am a guest panelist with them today, and uh, that is going to be happening. So uh, that's going to be noon. And then, of course, right after that, games to play with Lady A, one of the... Uh, uh, very excellent calls we have here on ACB with Lucy, and that's I'm sorry, one Eastern is the unmute, and then two Eastern is games to play with Lady A, where she will show us games that we can play with Lady A, and that can suggested also be by the call title. Yep, your, your, eight, your eight minutes is about up, really. Um, if you've okay. been keeping time, I have been, yes, um, but. <laughs> We're going to go check on the macaroni in just a minute here. I was adding in one or two extra minutes for the stove to actually heat up. So um, what else? Oh, so uh, that's also going to be streamed on Media 5. And then we also have uh, other calls happening too, like ACB resolutions that's happening later today. We've got Lively Latin. And we've got... Uh, advanced abacus where i guess they're going to be talking about the decimal system and i think there's a reason why it's such a small cloud um with all disrespect to math there's a reason why people don't like it so um there you go next okay um that caught me by surprise a the water level in the pot really rose up and i put my spoon in it and uh, yeah um okay i'm going to run this hand under some cold water nothing serious but uh, that did catch me by surprise but you know that these type of things happen with 
um, water and boiling. And well done and for keeping your like reaction that. ACV appropriate. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think I credit that more to 11 years of broadcast experience more than anything else, but... Uh, <laughs> whatever helps. <laughs> whatever helps, yes. I almost did say naughty word because I was <laughs> caught by surprise. But... Uh, um, wow, that hurts. Boy. Okay. Um, yeah, it was like some of the water had really risen to the top. That was that hissing. And I just was... Uh, put the spoon in there and uh, yeah, that, here, let's just say I was literally in for a second in some hot water. So, okay, um, I am now finally able to get okay, I'm going to have to switch to a longer spoon because I did what this thing called for, it said six cups of water. And apparently it calls for too much. Yeah, apparently. So I'm going to get a wooden spoon that has a longer handle. And that way I will have a better chance of um, manipulating this mixture in a safer way. At least it wasn't oil. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so <clears throat> what I'm doing now is I'm just kind of stirring the mixture. I'm trying to make sure that the macaroni doesn't stick to the bottom. Boy, okay. And then we're also, I uh, was asked to make green beans with this, so we're going to do that in a little bit after, well, that's not going to be on the call because I've made green beans before, so you all know what that's like. Um, I use the can, we have the canned green beans, so I'll open the can. Put in the green beans, put in a little bit of the butter, and let that sit for about five minutes. Okay, so um, yeah, so basically, what I'm struggling with right now is what happens is when I put my the spoon in there, meet my uh, knuckle, the joint that to. Uh, uh, the fingernail kind of like got a tiny bit uh, burnt and so I'm really feeling it now when I'm near any uh, hot temperatures so uh, that is uh, that but uh, you know what guys perfect this I, I'm mentioning it though not to scare anybody off because you know what guys we're gonna have and, and accidents can happen to anybody so I just want to be make sure we're clear on that but Treated as a cautionary tale. What? Treated as a cautionary no, tale. No. Don't do what Herbie did. Yeah, don't do what I did. Oh, shut up. Okay, now the smoke alarm's going off, which is rather not because there's actually no smoke there. Um, but I think, so I'm kind of stirring it. Re, what I'm trying to do is really trying to get down the water vapor and make sure it's actually, you know, getting to the macaroni pasta here. Now I'm going to carefully use the spoon, the wooden spoon here, just to lift out some macaroni so I can kind of see the texture.
and it's going to be that way. Okay, but I can kind of, I can definitely tell it's softening up, it's loosened up as well. And you know what? The other thing I can do is I can turn the pot around and switch hands and stir that way. There we go. There are solutions to problems, believe it or not, guys. So now I can use my other hand to stir, which while it's not my dominant hand, at least it doesn't hurt. So there you go. And uh, I just, because the pan, pot pan has a handle on it, I just simply turned the handle around. So now I'm holding it with my right hand and stirring with my left hand. And I think we're done here. Okay, so I'm going to turn this burner off and let it cool off a minute before I drain this. So what it calls for is a fourth cup of butter cubed and then a fourth cup of milk. And uh, what we're gonna do is mix, we're gonna drain the pasta, which is why I want it cooled, because I really don't want to deal with any more hot water. I mean, I still want to make sure it's warm, obviously, but um, we're gonna drain that into the colander, the strainer, and then it, return it back to the pan, and then add in the extra stuff and just kind of let it cook for a couple minutes so that everything melts together and then we'll have mac and cheese. So I want to thank uh, Deb for uh, streaming today. Uh, glad you didn't have to do any uh, censoring. Um, thank you, Sandra, for uh, hosting. As a great job as always. Thank you, Twinkling Tori, for uh, co-facilitating. And um just make sure if you want to get a hold of me throughout the week or whatever in any of us acb cooks make sure you subscribe to uh, you can first of all email the cooks uh, group acbcooks at gmail.com and courtney will forward it off to the appropriate cook and we also do have the cooks list where i will definitely i didn't post this week's recipe but i will definitely post next week's for the donuts and um that is going to uh, again subscribe to that list at ACB Cooks. Then the plus sign, subscribe the word subscribe at groups.io. That's once again ACB Cooks plus sign, subscribe at groups.io. All right, so I see I've got about five minutes left. Are there any last minute questions? Um, you currently don't have raised hands and it's 5 to. All right. Uh, Tori, any last comments from you? Um, none that I can think of that I haven't already covered, no. All um, right. Monique has her hand raised. Monique, yes. Okay, you should have permission to talk now, Monique. Hello. Um, Hello. I have... I've tried to subscribe to the list and I'm like, um, it's telling me that it that it was a failure sent message. Send an email to acpcooks at gmail.com and let them know okay. you're having trouble. Yeah. Okay. 
But uh, and then just when you're typing in the address, make sure you're doing you know ACB cook ACB cooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io if you're trying to subscribe yeah, yourself. Yeah. And it's make sure you're using that plus sign, not yes. the word plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And but if but yeah, if it, if you keep trying and it's really not working, send an yeah. email and let them know you're having trouble. And make sure to put your email address in the body of the email, and then they can potentially help you subscribe. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> All right. And for those of you listening on the stream, if you've not subscribed to the ACB community list, well, what are you waiting for? Send an email to your community at acb.org. Tell them you want to be added to the community call. Be sure to include your email address, and uh, they will be more than happy to uh, add you. And you can find out all the great calls that we have going on because I do not name them all on here. And don't I only just time to. I don't have time to. I don't have the memory capacity for that either. So, because we've got so many happening. All we right, average guys. about 100 a week. <laughs> exactly. So, I just only scratched the surface for today. Um, okay. Uh, any final raised hands? No. Nope. Well, I think I did describe everything. So I'll just, when we're done the chicken, I'll take it out of the pan, check on it, see if it needs more time and put it back in if it does for another 15 minutes. If, and uh, we'll go from there. Tori, thank you. Deb, Sandra, thank you as always. And with that,